This is the Blaze Radio On Demand. Hey, it's Glenn, and I want to remind you, peace of mind is tough to come by these days unless you have a Liberty Safe. With a Liberty Safe, you won't worry when you leave the house because you'll know your valuables are protected. And right now, you can get free delivery to your home on any Liberty Safe. Go to LibertySafe.com for factory direct pricing. LibertySafe.com, made in the USA, lifetime warranty, and peace of mind. LibertySafe.com. Glenn Beck. The Blaze Radio Network. Got to get his thoughts first off, Jonah, of... This health scare of Hillary Clinton. Uh, yeah, so, well, first of all, great to be here, Glenn. Always a pleasure. Uh, we should do this more often. Um, the health scare. Well, I really couldn't care less that she's got pneumonia. People get pneumonia. People get sick. The problem is, is how she handled it. Um, you know, if, let's just imagine if on Friday after she got her diagnosis... She said, hey, everybody, it turns out that that cough um, turned into a mild case of walking pneumonia, and I got to deal with it. And if she still went to the 9-11 thing, the story would be she gave it her best effort because she wanted to show her respects, but then, you know, she was dehydrated and she just couldn't make it through, and it would be no big deal. But instead, I mean, these guys at the Clinton campaign, and for 25 years they've been doing this, that whenever they have the opportunity – it's like they turn on the smoke machines. Yes. So everyone thinks there's fire. And look, and sometimes there is fire. I think she's an incredibly corrupt, dishonest person. I think she's done bad things. I think the foundation and the server and all those things are legitimate, real stories. But the, the problem is, is that the Clintons, particularly Hillary, have always been very, very paranoid. They hate the mainstream media. I know a lot of conservatives think that's weird because the mainstream media always seems like it's in the tank for the Clintons, and it often is. But they actually hate the media, and they think the media is unfair to them and out to get them. And so if you're, if, if you're living a fearful, paranoid life, you do things in a way that seem really silly and paranoid and fearful. And you think you must, you must have something to hide. And I think this is one of these examples where it was... Uh, it was just such so badly handled. And I think the people who so were like, the- you know, the, the, I think we talked about this last week, you know, this idea that somehow her cough last week was proof that she had a brain tumor, you know, it makes <laughs> no sense. Um, but it- However, I, I have to tell you, it, the, and, and I, I said this yesterday, they have caused their own problems. Oh, absolutely. And, and, and they have a long history of avoiding the truth at all costs. And so when I see uh, Bill Clinton last night talking about, well, look, you know, it's be a surprise to me. I thought he's doing what she did for him in 1992, sitting down with 60 Minutes and saying, you know, our relationship is great. And we forgive, we've, uh, you know, he had one problem and we've fixed that. They, this is the way they've operated. And so how do you get to the truth with them? How do we know she doesn't have Parkinson's or something else. Oh, if- we don't. Look, I, I, she may have all of those things. And maybe right. she, you know, maybe the problem is it's sort of like if you're a mob boss and you've got 10 bodies buried underneath your club, you don't want the health inspector to come in. You know, right. <laughs> you know? and it's not because right. you're trying to hide that you're storing meat improperly or that your the refrigerator right. <laughs> your refrigerator is not cold enough. Is that you don't want people to discover the truth? So maybe she is hiding something, and she should come clean and release her medical records. And the whole conversation last week about how any talk about her health is sexist was so mind-numbingly dumb. Right. You or know, conspiracy uh, theorists. Yeah, 
Yeah, I mean, it's, it's crazy. You know, some sucking journalism school seminars have been, on, have been talking about how the presidential candidate's health is a legitimate subject since FDR fooled the country um, about, you know, his polio. Oh, come uh, on, Jonah. I expect better from you. The man who first taught me to hate Woodrow Wilson. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. But, the, I'm not, yes. but the, the press cared about it after FDR, you know. Yes, uh, yes. But anyway. Um, okay, so, um, Jonah, uh, how is this going to affect the election, do you think? Um, I think, first of all, yeah, we don't know how much more there is there. So, like, if she does have serious health problems or if she collapses again, then I think it's a really, really big deal. But if, let's assume that, that their story is close to accurate and that she just has <laughs> pneumonia and that she's going to get over it. Um, I still think it, it has legs insofar as um, it, re, you know, it, it reinforced the sense that she's not honest and trustworthy and that she plays games with the truth. And that... That is bad for her going forward. Really bad. Um, but nothing new there, no. actually. No. Um, I, I actually wonder if it's not going to help with her supporters, because I know a lot of her supporters that want to vote for her and have to hold their nose. They hate her so much. And I, I think, you know, I could hear some of them saying, you know, a vote for Hillary is actually a vote for Cain. So... <laughs> <laughs> he might be the president. I lo- there was an item in the New York Times today about how this the sickness comes at a bad time because she was planning on uh, a series of speeches that was going to reintroduce herself to the American public. Hillary Clinton has been reintroducing herself to the American public for thirty years. We don't like her. They just don't. People just don't like her. That's just yeah. it. You know, yeah. and the, Hillary five point Hillary six point it's, right. it's, it's moving the same bad meal into yeah. different parts of the plate. It's really bad. It's really bad. Um, all right, let me let me switch topics. And we tried to get into this with you last week, and we ran out of time. Yeah. Um, let me give you two scenarios. The first scenario, um, and I think both scenarios are horrendous, and I believe you believe the same thing. But yeah. I don't want to talk about the actual. I don't want to talk about uh, the politics and uh, the actual election. I want to talk to you about. 11-9, the day right. after the election. Um, we have people now promising to never, ever forget. And when it comes to people like Bannon and Trump, uh, they mean that. They will spend the rest of their life uh, trying to destroy anybody who stood against Donald Trump. Um, we have such division in our country right now and in the conservative movement that I don't even know what it means anymore. What does the party do the day after the election and in the next year, let's say, first scenario, Donald Trump loses. What happens? Well, I, in a lot of ways, things are much easier if Donald Trump loses, um, with one caveat, which I'll get to. If Donald Trump loses, we know how to stand in unified opposition to Hillary Clinton. Yes. We know how to stand in unified opposition to sort of the liberal agenda. Um, it doesn't mean that she won't get bad things accomplished. doesn't mean it won't be a bad thing for the country and all the rest. But the conservative movement knows how to run those plays and make those arguments. Um, and Hillary Clinton, who will have zero mandate, right, her mandate will have been fulfilled day one because she'll be not Donald Trump, right. um, will actually have an enormous incentive to do some stuff to reach across the aisle. And it'll be interesting to see how conservatives respond to that. Do they slap the hand away, 
or is but I don't mean Jonah. I don't even mean how do we deal with Hillary. I mean how do we deal with each other? Does the does the GOP survive? Um, does does the does the Mike Lee Ted Cruz um, uh, side the more libertarian or more constitutional? Do they start to grow? Or do the Bill Crystals of the world step back in and slap that hand away? Um, what what happens? Look, I mean, so that, this sort of gets to the caveat that I wanted to mention is that I I take it as a given now until someone proves otherwise that if Donald Trump loses, his plan B is to start a television network. Yes, and if he does that, he and you know has Bannon in charge or Bannon is part of the philosophy of it. Yeah. Their goal is to destroy the conservative movement in the Republican Party and replace it with something sort of nationalistic that is sort of a European-style nationalistic <sighs> movement. And Scary. I don't want any part of that, but I think that's what they're going to do. And that means we're just going to have to have a big argument. Because, you know, it, it, in, in intellectual terms, when you're dealing with, with an existential foe that wants to get rid of you and replace you and take over um, – your 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 position in the political culture, you got to beat them. You can't just sort of accommodate them. You got to beat them, you know. And um, so that's going to be a big argument. I kind of look forward to that argument in terms of I like those kinds of arguments. But that that'll be big and ugly, you know. If 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 you know Bannon honestly and sincerely believes that the worst people in the world are the people running the Republican Party, and the sort of traditional conservatives who believe in less government and all that kind of stuff. Donald Trump has contempt for those people, and so we've got to have that fight. One of the things I find encouraging is that all of the Donald Trump mini-me's in these various primaries have done very, very, very badly, which suggests that people really like Donald Trump, the individual, but his ideas and his ideologies, such as they are, are not as popular as, as a lot of his biggest boosters claim. So I, I, let me take you off track here for a minute. Have you been following Alexander Dugan at all? I have not. Jonah, you and I need to spend 20 minutes off the air at some point. And, um, uh, Alexander Dugan, look him up when we get off the air. Um, he is um, uh, one of Putin's advisors. He's the guy who paved the way for Crimea. He is uh, funneling money for Le Pen, uh, for the Golden Dawn, uh, into Austria, the Netherlands, Spain. Uh, he, is, he is also... Um, uh, you know, Bannon said that Breitbart is the movement of uh, for the alt right. Um, then they then Milo got on and said, and here's the leader of the alt right, and the leader of the alt right happens to be um, Dugan's official English translator. Huh. It's a very tight web, yeah. and they are um, what he is. What he is calling for is a revolution here in America and a destruction of the parties. And a lot of the things that you're seeing now come from the alt-right. And, and I think conservatives have better wake up to this because this is a completely new way to look at very old hate ideologies. No, look, I, I agree with that entirely. And I, I've been trying to tell, I've been banging my spoon on my high chair for a while about this is that, a big chunk of, I mean, obviously there's a lot of homegrown authentic, authenticity to some of these alt-right clowns, but some of it is uh, mischief by Moscow. I mean, it's just obvious yes. to me that it is. Putin yes. does this all over Europe, where he ignites sort of nativist, nationalist movements, because they have the tendency to destabilize, you know, collective security agreements, things like NATO, things like the EU, and all the rest. 
and it's the same playbook that he's done in Europe and he's doing it here. And, you know, Vladimir Putin is arguably the richest man in the world. And so for, forget using state money. He could just, you know, write a personal check that would go a very long way for a bunch of losers yes. in their basements. So and, um, and so I think that's a, something that's, that's real and we have to pay attention to. We also need, you know, and this is, this is hugely important. I've had this argument with my friend Hugh Hewitt on air. People can go look it up. Um, this desire to blur the lines about what the alt-right is yes. um, is so pernicious dangerous. and dangerous. People want to say, oh, it's just like disgruntled Tea Partiers and all the rest. No, yes. if you actually read people like Spencer and all those guys at the American Renaissance and the Identitarian Movement and all this nonsense... By the, way, Spence, by the way, Spencer's wife, Spencer is the guy who's married to the official English translator. Well, there you go. Okay, so... Yeah. They, they believe that the one thing that unites this movement is racialism or racism and white supremacy, either state-imposed or cultural or genetic or whatever. It's identism. It's totally different. <laughs> and, but, so the thing is, if, you know, Hugh wants to make it sound, and some of my other friends on the right want to make it sound, David Horowitz wants yeah, to make it sound like this is just sort of like a really amped-up anti-establishment movement. It's not. it's not that. I'm all for being anti-establishment, you know, in some cases at least, but these guys, they need to have a bright line drawn around them. That, yes. you know, Because what they're really after, if you take them seriously, it's not an alt-right, it's an alt-white. They want to teach normal white Americans to be racist. They want to teach normal white Americans to violate the, the, the principles of, of classical liberalism and see, other, see, see individuals as just simply representatives of races and nothing else. And gonna, that's not I, what American white people do, and that's not what they should do. Can I have you back on again because I'm out of time again? Because so, oh. I, I, I want to ask you about what, uh, what happens if Donald Trump uh, wins. Is there a purge? Uh, it does the does Bannon uh, and people like him do they now take that authority with the president and uh, purge people like you people like me? I, I think they try. They certainly you know the the, the pro Trump people will be the new sort of pundit and you know entertainment aristocracy in Washington, and uh, that'll be a real problem. And I think look. The short answer to both of these questions about what if either of them win is that the living will envy the dead. (laughs) (laughs) I will tell you this. Keith, my producer, came in and he said, I've got my new campaign uh, that I'm the person I'm supporting. And it's just a campaign poster for Giant Meteor 2016 slogan. Just last, (laughs) last December. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. Jonah's on this one. Yeah, I know, yeah, I know. <laughs> Just end it already. Um, all right, Jonah, thank you so much, and God bless you, and, and uh, stay safe, and thank you for all of the hard work that you do. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. You bet. Bye. You bet. Glenn Beck. The Blaze Radio Network. The last time you purchased your mattress, you were also paying for things you didn't know. You're paying for the showroom. You're paying for the guy's salary who helped you, the commissions, and the reseller's profit. Casper Mattress has changed all of that. They sell directly to you. That's why the most comfortable mattress you have ever slept on is going to save you a ton of money cost you much less than the mattress you bought years ago casper was invented with two high-tech foams that guarantee that you sleep cool and comfortable with the support that you need also time magazine because of this named it one of the best inventions of 2015 and your casper mattress ships free and is delivered in a small kind really honestly how did they do that kind of box 
Tanya and I have a Casper mattress, and we love it. Try one in your own home for 100 nights, risk-free. If you don't love it, they're going to pick it up and refund every single penny. And right now, you can get $50 off of the purchase of any mattress by visiting casper.com slash Glenn. Use the promo code Glenn at checkout. Terms and conditions do apply. casper.com slash Glenn.